Sorry, I saw the <coughs> spike where I shouted hello. Yeah. Do you want to maybe redo that? Blow your nose as well. If you're going to sniff. Well, fuck you then. <laughs> no, you know what? We've, we found the post credit sting. Well, no, what? We found how we fucking opened that. Cheeky bastards. Right, go on, crack on. Well, just just for the, just for the you know, for the reader's ears. No, this is real, it's raw, right? Gritty. It's from raw, it's gritty, it's from the streets. It's not like Creed, it's not like Adonis. They didn't miss a meal. Huh? They didn't miss a meal. No, you didn't. You didn't, take, you didn't miss a meal, did you, readers? Yeah. Hello, and welcome to the Omcast Grand Rewatch. My name is Tom, and as one half of the Omcast, I'm joined by Dom. Say hello, Dom. Hello. So we now live in a world of sequels, prequels, remakes, and reboots, and we understand that sometimes life gets in the way, and you're not always going to be able to catch up before a new one comes out. With that in mind, we're here to provide you with a weekly retrospective of some of the biggest franchises in cinema history, giving you a full spoiler rundown of each film in a series, including plot summaries, analysis, and behind-the-scenes trivia. This week, we continue our rewatch of the Rocky saga, leading up to the November 30th release of the newest entry in the franchise, Creed 2. Today, we're talking about the 2015 sequel-slash-franchise reboot, directed by Ryan Coogler. That's right, it's Creed. Creed! Ah, oh, so good. Ah. Oh. I've, mate, I've been so looking forward to getting to this. As much as I've enjoyed watching the Rocky movies, I fucking love Creed, and I haven't seen it for a few years now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I forgot how good it was, and I think we both had the same sort of reaction to it, watching it yeah, last absolutely. night. Is that, shit, I forgot how fucking good this like, film was. Every time I watch this film, I'm like, fuck, this is so good. Yeah, like, I, yeah, it, it really throws me through a loop in terms of how I feel about what the whole Rocky franchise, really, to yeah. be honest, because it's almost... Yeah, there are a couple of bits that, like the, you know, we'll get into it later. But there are a couple of bits that you know I'm a bit like, yeah, okay. But by and large, I fucking love this film. Yeah, it's great. It, it it sort of it's his own thing, but it also harkens like there's lots of parallels to be drawn with the original Rocky movie in particular. Um, but anyway, before we get into yeah. it, let's let's talk about let's let me do the um, rundown quickly. I'm trying to try and keep the rundown fairly quick. Um, but we'll just summarise quickly what yep. happens in Creed and what Creed is all about. Um, because obviously, looking at it, even from the title, there's no nothing there necessarily tying it into Rocky. You wouldn't know it was a Rocky movie. Mm. Um, which means that in some instances, I think, actually, there is a different title for the film. In some countries, it's called Creed, the Rocky Legacy, is what it was actually called. Mm. Which is stupid. It's better that it's called Creed. But anyway. 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 <laughs> <laughs> So, the film starts in 1998 in a juvenile detention centre in LA, where a young Adonis Johnson is fighting a fellow inmate. Apollo Creed's widow, Marianne, shows up and reveals that Adonis is in fact the illegitimate son of the former heavyweight champion of the world. <gasps> yeah. Although the kid is a reminder of her husband's infidelity, Marianne decides to take Adonis in and raise him. Cut to 17 years later. Adonis is living in the Creed Mansion with his adopted mother, working in an office job, and secretly competing in unlicensed boxing. Adonis quits his job and travels to Philadelphia to follow his father's legacy and make it it as a boxer. Once in Philly, Adonis looks up Rocky, and after some convincing, the old boxer agrees to train his old friend's son. Adonis also strokes up a relationship with his neighbour, Bianca. As his talent grows, the young boxer starts to gain attention and is challenged to a fight by a local pro. Adonis accepts the fight, and to everyone's surprise, he knocks out his opponent. The victory is short-lived, however, 
as Adonis has his identity as Apollo's son reveals to the world. Up until now, Donny has been fighting as Adonis Johnson. Now, however, the weight of expectation and his father's name makes things that much more difficult. In Liverpool, the current heavyweight champion, Ricky Condon, is talked into fighting Adonis as his next fight. While Rocky is hesitant, Adonis is keen to have the fight and the two start training full-time. The new intensity of the training proves too much for Rocky and he collapses in the ring. Rocky goes to the hospital and is diagnosed with cancer. The old boxer initially doesn't want to get treatment and Adonis and Rocky have a big falling out. Donny gives Rocky an ultimatum. He won't train for the condom fight unless Rocky gets chemotherapy. We then get an extended training montage as Donny trains for the fight and Rocky goes through chemo. Soon it's time for the fight in Liverpool as the newcomer Cree takes on the seasoned fighter Condon. Cree puts up a hell of a fight with Rocky in his corner all the way through. As the 12th and final round comes to an end, a judge's split decision gives the fight to Condon but it doesn't matter. Adonis has earned his father's name, proven that he was not a mistake and found a new father figure in Rocky. Back home in Philly, Rocky and Adonis walk up the famous art museum steps together and look back at the city. Rocky comments that from here you can see your whole life and from where they're standing, life's looking pretty good. The end. Aww. Mate, don't. I almost went in that final scene. You saw I, me. I you saw me. I was, I was properly wearing out. Like, oh, yeah. fuck, man. And as someone that's, that's, that's quite uncomfortable with human emotions, yeah, um, I um, <laughs> did what I normally do, which is just... Laugh at me. <laughs> just, just just awkwardly staring like a, an object in the other side of the room and be like you're okay <laughs> so I can, I can only apologise for that on air no that's fine <laughs> it's fine I never I didn't actually cry but I almost cried um, but yeah man I, yeah I love this film I love it and yeah it, I, I don't know I love old man Rocky yeah, like I said, it, like even when we were watching um, in Balboa, I think I almost I like him more as like an old man than I do when he was a yeah younger guy. I think it's is it because you watched them when out of you were older and out of sequence? I guess so. Yeah, but also just like it, he's contemporary. Do you know what I mean? Like when I think I think of Sylvester Stallone as an old man now. Yeah, I wasn't around when he was younger. Do you yeah. know, what I mean? I've seen them retroactively. I've seen the films when he was in his prime. Yeah. And he is a good leading man and all the rest of it. And it, like we've talked about through these movies, he's given some great performances as Rocky. Um, but he, I don't know, I identify more with him as an old man because that's just how I yeah. see him. Do yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's just, yeah, I don't definitely. know. And that's the thing. Cause, so I was talking to someone the other day and I was, well, I was talking about this, I was talking about the podcast, I was talking about Rocky films. And I was like, I don't remember the first time I watched it. Mm. And the person said, we watched it together when we were kids. Oh, right, okay. And I was like, oh, shit. And they're like, yeah, you were like seven, eight years old yeah. when we first watched it. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. And they're like, we pro- I think we probably watched another one first, mm. maybe three. But yeah, it's this whole thing that, like, I hadn't realised I'd had this such long legacy of, like, watching the Rocky films and watching stuff like... Um, you know, seeing Sly as a young man and then progressing through to this. Mm. It's it's really, really mad because it is seeing somebody that is this hero at the start, that is this sort of superhero character when you're a kid. And as he gets older, and you really start to see it in this one especially, that he is fragile. It's not a case of if you get punched wrong again, you might go blind in that eye. Mm. Or, 
you've got brain damage so you can't fight again. This is something that's outside of boxing. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what there's a great line when they, when they have their meeting the first time in at the restaurant. He talks about how um, he didn't beat Apollo. Time did. Yeah, time beats everyone eventually. Yeah, and that's what it, and that's what this movie is about. That's what Rocky's fighting. I know, obviously, he has the fight with cancer, but that is essentially the same thing. Like, he's lost Paulie. He's lost Adrian. Adrian, and it's all just Junior lives in Vancouver because he's a piece of shit. Doesn't even come home when his dad's ill. Um, did they even tell him? Sorry. Um, I need to fix this table. Yeah, but I also need to stop smashing it. Like, so, <laughs> I'll meet you halfway. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, it, it was weird. He has one mention of him and says he lives in Vancouver and then nothing else is said of him. So it was hard for him living in Philadelphia, being Rocky's son, you know. Yeah. Which is a whole thing they got into in Rocky Balboa. So yeah. that does make like sense. We, said, we didn't get into it in that much detail, but it is... Um, yeah, it's weird. I don't get the whole thing with Rocky Jr. Because then, like... Because the whole point of Balboa was that he then came round to it and accepted who he, his, his dad yeah. and was in his dad's corner for the fight and all the rest of it. And it feels like they've undone quit all his that. job. Yeah. And he quit his job and then he's just completely fucked off to Vancouver. It doesn't want anything to do with his dad anymore. Yeah. Met, so a, girl went to camp, Van, met a girl went to Vancouver. Yeah. But I guess the point is that it's not about Rocky and Rocky's family anymore. It's about Apollo. Apollo's yeah. family and... Adonis. Yeah, because this film is a um, you know a symbolic, as much as almost a physical handing over of the reins. Yeah. So it's the first one that it is. If I am right in saying that it's the first one that Sly didn't write. Nope, Sly didn't write it. No, it's the first. It's, yeah, you're right. So he, he didn't he, write it. He didn't direct it. No, he was co-star. Yeah, he was co-star, and he was like sort of coerced into getting like he, at first he didn't want to do it because he was yeah. like well I'm done I've told the story but then Brian Coogler came to him yeah. pitched him his idea and went come on go for it um, and he then subsequently he was nominated for an Oscar for it for, for, for his portrayal of Rocky in this and in my mind I feel like he should have won it I mean I who remember. did win it? I don't know I'm, I'm literally going to look that up now but yeah he's fantastic in this and a lot of it is um but a lot we're watching it again actually I've got to say there, there needs to be a shout out for the, the makeup department in terms of make, when they mm. make him look ill um, because he does look like a completely different man and it is sad yeah. to see like, it I, is, I, it's, it's quite harrowing to see yeah. him sort of in that state Mark, Mark Rylance Bridge of Spies yeah I mean he's good I'll give him that I haven't seen it but yeah I mean I think he should have got it Oh, yeah. Say, well, yeah, I haven't seen Bridget. But then, Spies, but then but it's the it's the fairy tale story, isn't it? It's the fact that it's winning an Oscar for playing a character that you yourself created, coming full circle. Mm. You created the character forty years ago. Were nominated for an Oscar for the script that you wrote, and now, you know, forty years later, you won an Oscar for it. And like, and now it has truly come full circle now as well because there's even the fact that like he was sixty nine when this movie came out. Yeah. And he, which was the same age that Burgess Meredith was yeah. when the original Rocky came out. And it's just, it's perfect. It all just works perfectly. 69 years old. But yeah, like fucking, I think obviously the main thing that we we haven't talked about and we need to is Michael B. Jordan, who yeah. is arguably one of the like best working actors today. Like he's so good mm-hmm. and in everything he's in, he's so good. Mm-hmm. And this is no exception. He absolutely owns this role. Um, and does quite a lot with quite a little actually watching it he, in terms of he doesn't endear himself to you immediately no. I don't think not in the no. same way that Rocky does Rocky you immediately like Rocky Adonis is a bit more it's understated and then there are moments of vulnerability where you do you get on board with him but that's not until a little bit later on yeah um, 
but yeah, he's just he's fantastic. I, I can't. He's amazing. Like he's, he is really, really, really good. I think it's almost on par with his role in Fan Four Stick. Shut up. Um, We're not talking about that. But I've got so much trivia. <laughs> well, did you look up a load of trivia about Fantastic Four just yeah. to wind me up? No, just because it's 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 this very interesting moment of film in our lives. It's not. I didn't really look up anything. I just like to make you grumpy. <clears throat> but no, one of the... In fact, as a side note, do go and look at all the trivia and goofs on IMDb for Fan for Stick because um, it's it's just it's all over the place. Yeah. There are so many people that are so angry at that film that they're literally splitting the the thinnest of hairs. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's a really fun read. But yeah, going back to this, like Michael B. Jordan is amazing. There are a couple of bits of it where I'm like, as it goes through the film, I warm to him more. Yeah, which I'm sure is also the intention. But then there is there is a little bit of entitlement in him, which is what frustrates me a bit, where he's sort of like, he's self-trained, and then he walks into this uh, little Duke's gym. Yeah, but he's self-trained, then, but he's also he's like, 16 and 0 fight-wise. He's yeah. gone out and proven. Like, if he was getting his ass Yeah, yeah, but these are, like you say, these are bar... They, like they're saying, this, these are bar fights. They They aren't exactly professional, high-level boxers, which he proves when he gets in, he knocks that guy about who... Because he's like, oh, you who wants my Mustang? And then he goes up against somebody that's actually a contender and just gets absolutely peeled out. Yeah. Yeah, and no, then I get he it. Sort like... of, and then he just walks up, just turns up at Rocky's place and sort of tries to keep it to himself. And then it's, there. there is a, like you say at the start, there are these points where you're, you're not really drawn to him that much. You're like, come on, man, just be less of a dick. Yeah, a little bit, I but guess. Because it. we're so used to seeing Rocky. Yeah. Being this, you know, he's a sweet guy. Yeah. You know, he's a bit, he's, a, he's, you know, he's, he's a bit of an idiot. Yeah. But he's a really nice guy. He's got a good heart. He was told to break that guy's thumbs and he didn't. Yeah. You know, um, well, the thing, and then I think you they, see the sort of the parallel with Adonis, who's just walking in and telling everybody he wants a title shot. Mm. But one, my, my overarching thing is there's one bit where he says, Oh, you didn't miss a meal. And you're like, yeah, but you do live in a massive multi-million pound mansion now. Yeah. So, yeah, like you I know, think, you're driving a custom, yeah, sixty-five Mustang. Yeah, but like, there's the that, that's the interesting thing with it, I guess, is that there's a split halfway through his sort of upbringing, I guess. Because yeah. how old do you think he was when he got when um, he got picked up by um, his widow? He was probably about what, sort of 13, eight, 14? Eight, not even that. I think he was think? probably about ten, maybe. See, I'm bad with kids' ages. Well, uh, in fact, in fact, one of the things that I read about this film is that um, he, so Michael B. Jordan was born in. Oh, he was born in, two born years. in nineteen eighty seven, which is two years uh, after two years Creed after died. Apollo yeah. Creed died, which would mean that he would have to be, of born in nineteen eighty five or before. Yeah. So he would be eighty five, and then it was yeah, so he'd be thirteen. So yeah, so he would have been thirteen when he would have picked up. Yeah. So that means th- for up till the age. Oh, okay, of- yeah, that makes more so sense. Up- I thought he was younger than that. No, so up to the age of thirteen, he he did bounce yeah, around foster homes, all right, yeah, half in and out of juvie, all the rest of it. Yeah. Then he had, and it is kind of a parallel for this movie because there is the first half of the movie where he's he's not Adonis Creed, he's Adonis Johnson. No one yeah, knows who Donny he is. Donny Johnson. He's Donny Johnson. Donny Hollywood Johnson is his fighting name, 
and then halfway through or after his fight so he has the fight with Spirio or Spider or is mm. Spider so he has the fight and then he, and he wins and then suddenly yeah. out of spite basically the trainer then leaks who he is to the press and we yeah. find out that he's in fact Apollo's son and then that changes things and that is kind of a parallel for his upbringing isn't it so the first half of it was he was just trying to make it on his own yeah. then there's this big weight of expectation that gets thrown on him yeah and that, that's what I mean like I, I didn't I stand corrected because I thought he was way younger than that mm. yeah but um, yeah it makes more sense well even the fact that he was in a juvenile detention thing that you'd have to be over the age of 10 they wouldn't throw an eight-year-old in there, would they? No idea. Where's well, group homes and stuff? So I don't know. I no, but the, I don't yeah, know how the child. There's group homes, but then the, the penitentiary bit, like the bit with the opening of the movie, is in this detention center, yeah. which is basically it's a juvenile detention, which is prison for kids. Yeah. But I feel like prison for kids can only be when they say kids, they're not going to put a six-year-old kid in there, are they? Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, I, I don't know. know. It's America. Well, it's America, but also, can we? Um, in my head, prison for kids, the four is a number four. <laughs> and the K is backwards, backwards. And, the, and at the end it's a Z rather than an S prison for kids prison for kids <laughs> and they've got a mascot outside oh, he's okay. got a taser no it's just Ronald McDonald but he's wearing like he's wearing black and white stripes Tony the taser <laughs> nah, yeah. hey kids step out of line and I'll stop your bowel control no. maybe give you a small cardiac arrest <laughs> 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 um, but no yeah he yeah and but there's the thing again he does so much with so little so like I think one of the first scenes where you really get on board with him actually is where he, and he doesn't even say anything it's the bit where he comes home and obviously he's, he's been out and we've seen him have his, have his fight but he comes back home to the Creed mansion and he's sat on his own on this big, in this big TV and he's got a projector up and he puts on the fight between Rocky and mm. Apollo from the Super Fight 2 which was the end of Rocky 2 yeah. and then he gets up and they put the music up and he starts shadow boxing with his old man Yeah, and it's great it is great and, it, and, and, you can, and you've got this and then you do get this whole again it's just it's done completely without dialogue but it's like this whole thing of him wanting to be like his dad but he never met his dad mm-hmm. and his dad was never there for him and he's got this whole underlying thing about him not being there for him and then that's something that comes up later on yeah and then there's the 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 scene there is is visually is also one of the most standout ones. Yeah, so it's really cool. It's it is one of those moments where you're like, okay, this guy is desperately missing that connection between him and his father. Yeah, and again, like, and the, the, if if he can do, he, he's doing everything he can to be as close to his dad as possible. Having so he lives in that house, and he wants he's he's boxing his dad. Yeah. But that's like that's how he reacts when when uh, Marianne comes to get him when he's a kid, and she says um, something about your father. He goes, "No, I have no father." Yeah, that's his first, that's his immediate reaction. He doesn't even never even thought about it or doesn't want to think about it. It's in his mind. He has his mum. His mum died. Yeah. Um, they don't really. They never really get into how his mum died, do they? No. Um, but the idea being that Apollo had an affair, which makes perfect sense given Carl and the way he was um, and as a result of that Adonis was born and he's now he's the oldest of all the because there was there were more kids and we did see him I swear we saw him in Rocky 2 yeah which will be interesting to see if that's addressing Creed too. yeah because that hasn't come up and that is a really interesting point because if there are legitimate in quotation marks kids yeah. of Apollo and Apollo's wife Marianne 
then how do they feel about Adonis coming in and sort of taking on their their father's legacy yeah. and taking his name and all the rest of it, even though he's this he's a bastard basically. He's a bastard child. Well, yeah, he's Adonis Snow. Yeah, he's yeah, he's Adonis <laughs> Yeah, Adonis Snow and he's coming and then there's this whole thing, yeah, taking on the name. And he doesn't want to take on the name, but then like they convince him to take on the name. And then another thing that yeah, I think the, one of the biggest things that endear us to him and it, that again is a direct parallel with the original Rocky is that he strikes up this relationship with Bianca. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's, that's really important. It's very different from obviously the relationship between Rocky and Adrian, but it serves the same purpose in terms mm-hmm. of humanizing him, yeah, and giving him a reason to fight. And Bianca in, is um, a musician who lives in the apartment underneath yeah. Adonis, and she's played by Tessa Thompson, yeah, who has since gone on to be in Thor Ragnarok, yeah, um, and so it's great. We've got three Marvel actors in it now, but. Um... Sly. Oh, Sly, yeah. I I always forget that Sly was in Guardians. But yeah, so one of the things that I like about this is, um, you know, we've had a little bit more progression in the way that sort of female characters are written as well. Yeah. So we've got... She's like almost... She's she's the opposite of Adrian in a lot of ways. Yeah, so she's got like her own thing that she wants to do. She goes out on her own and does other things. She's not just working in a pet shop and then following Rocky around. Yeah. Um... You know, and that is in the first one, but and then she becomes this guiding force for him as well. But yeah. it's, I think it's more important to see the in speech marks girlfriend character, yeah, have more depth, yeah, absolutely. Um, and and that I think they've talked like Tessa Thompson talked about that, saying that she didn't want to just be the girlfriend character, and yeah. that's kind of that Ryan Coogler because again, something we haven't talked about yet, but Ryan Coogler is the writer and director of this, mm-hmm. who again is one of the best sort of writers directors working today. He's great. He's he's only done like a handful of movies. Yeah. He's fairly young. Yeah, he's, well, he's younger than me. Yeah, but he's fucking killing it, and and he continues to collaborate with um, Michael B. Jordan. Um, but in this one, yeah, he absolutely kills it. Um, and the, yeah, the creation of the character of three is that it? Mm-hmm. What's that? Fruitville Station, Creed, Creed, Black and Panther. Black Panther. Wow, yeah. it's not bad. It's not bad going, is it? No. Like for a record, as you go, it's. He's three and zero. Well, yeah, he's just he's killing it. He's killing it. Um, but yeah, sorry, talking about Bianca. Um, the other interesting sort of part of their her character that they put in there, which I'm hoping they're going to explore more in the sequel, is this whole idea of her having progressive hearing loss. Yeah, which is really interesting. So basically, she's a musician. She creates her own music, um, and she performs. A musician producer. Yeah. But then she has a hearing aid. But she hasn't. But then, yeah, they go out for some food. Donnie asks her out to go and get some food, and he asks her, "What's this in your ear?" And she goes, "Oh yeah, I'm starting to wear these now because mm. I'm getting. I've got progressive hearing loss." Yeah. And so, and she's really cool about it. She doesn't like. She doesn't despair. She doesn't like fall apart about yeah. it. She she goes, "Look, I accept it. It's sad, but it's one of those things, and I just I know it's going to happen, and I'm just preparing for it." But it's like the idea of a musician who can't hear is just the is the worst thing for someone to lose in that position. And yeah. like I feel like that is it's a really good like thematic thing, I guess. But I don't know how where they're going to take it. I feel like because they, they touch on it here, but I feel like they must have plans for where that is going to go going forward. Yeah, I'd, I'd imagine so. But at the same time, it it does add so much more depth to a character who in other films or in lesser films yeah. 
would just be written off as this just paper thin yeah. female in the background behind the man and says you can do that thing go yeah. punch the man I guess it gives it gives a parallel to him as a boxer as well because the whole thing with boxers is that it's a finite thing you can only yeah. box up to a certain age yeah. unless you're Rocky Balboa in which case you can box when you're like 70 years old yeah um, also if you look at the way that it's um, between her and Rocky as well mm-hmm. when he says about the only thing you can't beat you'll always lose the time yeah so this Again, is another thing it's time yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. another thing about it as well so you know Donnie is um, you know he's older as he's going into it he's not as old as Rocky was when he first started but he is definitely older mm. yeah he's got 15 fights under his belt but they're non-sanctioned fights and mm. they're like Tijuana. Tijuana fights yeah. and stuff. So it's it's not the same thing, but it is when they refer to him being this overnight success. Yeah. It's like a bit of a jump against, okay, is this now his time where it's going to start to run out from here? Is he going to be at his peak now? And it's all these questions that you sort of, he's surrounded by people that over time yeah. are going to be sort of losing out. So his dad lost the title to Rocky and then died. And then Sly has gone from being this super champ to running the restaurant. And yeah. um, I've forgotten her name now. <clears throat> Bianca. Bianca, sorry. Um, and Bianca's going to have this fight against time with her hearing. Yeah. He's now got to see this extra driving force in it. Yeah. Because he's like, this is only going to be temporary. I need to do this now. Yeah. I can't wait. So it's it's all of these extra tiny little things that are surrounded that when you bring them together build this bigger picture of oh, actually yeah this is why he's doing it yeah yeah because he realizes that the time is short yeah and he's not going to be able to self train his way into it he doesn't have the discipline mm. um, which is what Rocky gives him yeah I think well it's, I think that's the thing he goes to Rocky and he, and initially it's like he's looking for someone to train him. But I feel like there's obviously there is that connection to his father, and it's like if I'm friend if I'm friends with Rocky, then I'm closer to being with my father. This is someone who knew my father yeah, yeah. really well, like really well. And yeah, he, he refers to him as his uncle. Yeah, Rocky refers to Apollo as his best friend. Yeah, I should. And then we get into a lot of the obviously the history of it. Uh, Rocky says, "Oh, you know, there was the fight. I should have stopped it." Mm-hmm. And then and there was that was a great little exchange where he says, "Look, I should have stopped that fight." And Donis says. Maybe he wanted to go out like a like a champion. Maybe he wanted to go out like a boxer. And Rocky just goes, "No, I think he'd rather just be here talking to you." Yeah. And it's like, oh, fuck. It's like, um, and they talk about the third fight between Rocky and Apollo. Yeah. Which we saw at the end of um, Rocky Three, and there's been space time. Yeah, there's been immortalized in um, watercolor on the back of the wall by Paulie. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and, and Rocky tells Adonis and us that Apollo actually won that fight. And then we, we, that's all he says. He just goes, who won? He did. That's it. We don't know anything about it more than that, which is great. It's good to know. Um, but yeah, Christ. I, I, so that's, that's a kind, kind of a bit that I think that, um, like, if you'd have asked me before seeing this film mm. and said, look, they're, rem- they're, they're making a Rocky film that's not going to be about Rocky, mm. he's going to be in it, and they're going to tell you what happened at the end of the the secret fight between Apollo and Rocky. And I would have been like, that sounds terrible. Don't do that. Yeah, but that's not right. And that's the thing. Like I, I, and that's the thing is what I, I didn't want to know. I wouldn't have wanted to have known, but when I watched the film and they said it and the way that he said it, 
yeah. was so much better than I could have possibly imagined. Yeah. So I absolutely take my hat off to Kugler for that yeah. because it's a moment where you go where Rocky just dismisses it. Yeah. He's just like he did. Yeah. There's no pride there. No. There's no there's no like um Yeah, well like I said, there isn't any pride there. It's not he's not worried about being hurt or embarrassed or losing face. He's quite happy to accept that he lost. That's the thing. And he just said, yeah. yeah, he did. That's another reason why I kind of love Old Man Rocky is that he's got no sort of ego yeah. about himself and how great he was. Even when he's telling the stories about, you know, he tells stories in the in the um, restaurant that's part of the shtick. We saw a bit of that yeah. in Balboa. But he's never, he's always really humble yeah. about himself. And like when he says, oh, how did you beat him? He says, I didn't beat him, time beat him. Yeah. And like he said, like he was the champ. He was the greatest boxer there ever was. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't, no, I didn't beat him. Like, and it's like exactly. a lesser man would have said, "Oh yeah, no, I kicked his ass because he was old man. He was over the hill, and I was the new champ." And yeah. like, but he's not, he's a better man than that because he's Rocky, and he's the best of all of us. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Rocky. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, there's there's so much there's so much more to this that when I was watching it, I was I kept thinking to myself, like every time I've watched this film, I've gone, "This is what Rocky Five should have been." And then I'll get probably a few minutes in and I go, actually, you know what? This is what this film needs to be. Yeah. Because it's so much better that it stands on its own. Yeah. And, it's, and it it's, isn't under the Rocky title. No, and it's cre- it's a Creed movie. And yeah, and, and that is due in no small part to Michael B. Jordan and his performance and obviously the direction of Ryan Coogler. But they found the perfect way of continuing the Rocky series without continuing the Rocky series. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. because of the way they made... Rocky and the the role that he plays in this, but like you say, it is very much his own thing. It's got a completely different visual style to all of them. It's directed differently. The sounds different. I love the um, like the direction of some of the fights with these like the cameras in the ring. Yeah, the cameras in the ring, and they're the that they try and do the long unbroken shot thing. Yeah, and it's fairly successful. I mean, we we yeah we love the wanna wanna as we call it. Which is where they just they film what a whole sequence and make it look like it's one continuous shot, mm-hmm. and there are instances in this where you can see where they've cut, but it's fucking brilliant. It's still amazing, particularly in the fights. The fights are are because what gets me about the fights um, and the early fights, especially not so much the Conlon fight, but the early fights, the fight that he has with Spider, Spider. that is all like one shot, or it seems like it's all yeah. one shot, and the, but the camera is in the ring. Whereas if you compare it to the old Rocky movies, the camera's outside of the ring looking at it like it's a stage, like it's a stage play, yeah. and you're just filming from outside, and you're just watching the whole thing play out. Whereas with this, it's like you're in the middle of it all. Yeah, there are still there are still parts of it that... Um, yeah, long shots. That, no, in, um, in, the, in the previous ones, there are still shots within the ring. Oh, yeah, but not but like this. But what I would say about this is it feels so much that you're in the fight. It's so frenetic when you're in there. I don't even know. You yeah. don't know what's going to happen next, no. and it is like being in a fight. It is like I don't know where I should be at this point. Yeah. I need. Am I, like, should I defend myself? Should I attack at this yeah. point? How are we getting here? Right, I'm here now. What happens? What happens? What happens? Yeah. It's really, really intense. And it's like it feels like they literally have attached the camera to like one of the guy's shoulders, and they're just filming over his shoulder. Yeah, and he's moving where he moves, dodging where he dodges. When he throws a punch, you feel like you're throwing a punch. Mm-hmm. It's so well done. It's, yeah, it's great. It's amazing. I love it. Yeah. Whilst we're on the subject of the fighting, actually, what I want to say about in this is how good the boxing is. Yeah. 
Like it's not perfect. No, it's still it's, it's still it's, it's still over a, the top. Yeah, it's still a film about boxing. Yeah, it's not actual boxing in itself, but it's still so it's so much better. Yeah. than it has been for a long time. Yeah, probably since three, yeah. I would say, but also watching Michael B. Jordan progress. Yeah. As well. So you see him at first, when you see him walk into Little Duke's gym mm-hmm. and he steps in and he's he's careless, he just, he doesn't look like he knows what he's properly, he knows how to throw a punch, for sure. But then he just, like I say, gets just pasted. Yeah. And then you see the spider fight and he's had a bit more training and you're like, actually, he's pretty good. He's still got this raw talent. Yeah. But he's still a little bit unpolished, but he still wins through yeah. determination and he's heart. Got heart. <laughs> and then you see the fight with Condon at the end and pretty Ricky Condon, played by Tony Bellew, who is a championship boxer. He's a real boxer, yeah. And it does look like he's holding his own. Yeah. It looks that way as well from somebody that, you know, and like I've said throughout all of this, I don't absolutely in any way claim to be a boxing expert. I just like watching boxing. Yeah. But you watch something like this and you're like, this is actually, uh, is more Hollywoodized. Mm. But he is against a boxer. He's throwing punches like a boxer would. Yeah. He's dipping and diving like a boxer would. He's dodging out the way. You can see how he actually has learned to box properly. Yeah. And it's like, it's the, it's the strategy element of it. It's like getting him where you want him to be. And so he knows, yeah. like, like halfway through, he changes his style as it goes on. So he knows that he has to go for the body. Yeah, look, because he can't go over there. Like, and they, yeah. like, even the commentators make that comment. They say mm-hmm. like he understands now that this is where he's going to do the damage, and he knows how to slip out of an attack, yeah. get him in the corner, and just fucking nail him. Yeah, and like, but then that's found, a reflection of Rocky One as yeah. well, because that's what Rocky had to do when he was fighting Apollo. Yeah, he knew that he just didn't have the reach, or and Apollo was a better boxer, so he wasn't going to be able to hit him in the head constantly. Yeah. So he was going for body shots, body shot after body shot after body shot. Yeah. And he had his guard lowered, yeah. Rocky had his guard lowered, to protect his body because he knew he could take a punch in the head. because yeah, he's got a head like a face. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's got a head like an anvil. But it's, yeah, and that I just think the, the boxing in this is so much better than it's sort of gone from. So the, 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 the fight in Balboa was a bit... It was silly. It was it was silly, but at the same time, like there was some good boxing sort of elements to it. Yeah. But it was an old man. Yeah. It was an old man against a young guy who, as we've sort of said, wasn't in his prime. But yeah. But then this is genuine seeing two guys who are in their prime wailing on one another. Yeah, big time. And I and I found and myself- the- this was like the the first time since probably Rocky Three that I found myself shouting at the screen, yeah. like "fucking him, him!" <laughs> I have like the first few Rocky films, you do get that, and I feel like we lost that a little bit as we went on. Like with Rocky Four, it was just it was so unrealistic and silly that you didn't like. Yeah. It was like whatever, and it was a cartoon. It was a cartoon, yeah. Five obviously was Tommy Gunn, and that was just like I was just sat there with what the fuck is happening right now? I don't understand. Six, like you say, was an old man, but with this, we've come back, and it is literally like, like you say, there are two guys, and it could go either way. And I really want the you know, the protagonist, I want Donnie to win, and I'm yeah. like, and they don't even make Colin as a as an antagonist, he's not 
too cartoony, but he's also a dick and he needs to get hit. But yeah, I, I think. I mean, one of the things with boxing is that you know there is always there is always going to be an antagonist and a protagonist. There yeah. is always going to be the one guy that you're, guy, you're yeah. backing, and the other guy's the bad guy. You'll see everything bad about him. But in this, one of the things, one of the little character bits is that. Ricky doesn't really care to fight him. No, he doesn't want him. He doesn't want him. <clears throat> he, th- he thinks it's beneath him. And But his trainer's like, this is Apollo Creed's son. Yeah. If you can do this before you get put away. Yeah. Which I don't know if we've explained. No, we haven't. So, so is there... I still get slightly confused by this. So is the idea that he's got a suspended sentence and he's about to go to prison? Yeah. Right, okay. So that seems weird to me. So he's... Yeah, he's going to be going... He is going to be going away... Um, on charges, but whilst he's before he goes away, they want to get this one fight in. Before well, I don't understand why. Why would like the police allow that to happen? If they wouldn't. The yeah. boxing, the, the the boxing association would have stripped him of his title. Yeah, I don't get it. It's that weird little HBO thing at the beginning where he's like, because he was gone and supposed to have like a title fight against one of the, the Stunt, guy stuntman. Yeah, who was the guy who knocked out Creed in the gym in LA? Yeah, and he's played by another real life boxer. I can't remember the guy's name now, but he's another real boxer. Yeah, I don't know. I don't reckon. I don't no. recognise him at all. Um, but no, that's right because I remember because he shows his Olympic um, medal, and that is the real Olympic medal that the guy actually won. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that doesn't come through. But I, I don't. Yeah, I don't get how they can go right. You're because I think basically he. The idea is that he's being sent to prison for carrying a gun. I think is what they said. Yeah, he was driving around with a gun. He was driving around with a gun in the UK. So obviously you can't even in America. Sometimes you can't if he's not registered or arrested. But anyway, in the UK you can't drive around with a gun. So you can't have a gun. No, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Apart from if unless you're a farmer. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are we're getting into too deep about gun laws in the UK here. But um, but yeah, you're not allowed to have a gun in the UK. You're especially not allowed to drive with a fucking thing in the back of your car. Yeah. Anyway, so he was get, he's been put away for that. But the, for some reason they've gone. Oh no, we're gonna we're gonna send you to prison. We found you guilty. You're going to prison, but you're free until you have another boxing fight. Yeah, and then he fuck he he has one set up, fucks it up by punching the guy at the weigh in, and then the whole thing gets called off. Breaks the guy's jaw. Breaks the guy's jaw, and then you go, all oh, right, well that's it then. You've had your chance. Oh shit! Is that why he gets put away? Is that why he's being put away? Because of because he's. He's got a suspended sentence because he was driving around with the car, the the gun in his car, and yeah. then he hits the guy, and that's what puts him away. I can't remember. I don't know. It's not very well thought out. It's is not it? really it's, in depth. It's not really. But anyway, the point is that sets him up as a bad guy, and then he has this conversation where he's very dismissive of Donny, mm-hmm. and said he's here for a name alone. That's the only reason he's here, and he's just like he's giving him a load of shit. Basically, like the only reason, yeah, he's. He's nothing. He's pathetic, and he's got this whole attitude towards him. Um, and his promoter or his, his manager like convinces him, no, listen, you need like you fucked up. You need another fight to you keep, keep a ro- back to keep, on your side. To keep a ro- well, to keep a roof over your kid's head while you go away. Yeah, it's basically the way he puts it to him. And so then they agree to have this fight. And yeah, and that's where we get into the tough stuff. So this is when we go where the promoter then flies over to Philly. Yeah, and talks to Rocky and Adonis. And ask them to have the fight. Rocky's like, "Look, this man is only here because he knows you're a sure thing." Yeah, and it's yeah, you're being manipulated basically, and doesn't want him to do the fight. Yeah, but Quite he also right says so. that it, you can. They'll only do the fight if he fights under the under Creed's yes, name. That is, and that is the big sticking point. They'll go right. 
we're gonna it's a formality, but we're gonna need you to take the name Creed. And he's like, right, well, that, what if I say no? He goes, well, then there's no fight. Yeah, you need to be. We're not gonna fight Adonis Johnson. We want to fight Adonis Creed. It's like fuck. And then he has the again. There's another good bit of character sort of element. Whereas between him and Bianca, and she sort of convinces him, look. It's your father's name. He loved boxing. You love him. He, you are your father's son. You are a creed. Yeah. Take the name because well, it's because he's he's saying that he doesn't want to take it, and this is well one of the reasons that we find out why he doesn't want to take it when he's fighting mm. is because he doesn't want to ruin it. He doesn't want to sully that name. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He doesn't want to ruin his father's legacy, or he doesn't. And but also he wants to make it on his own merit. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to get there just because of his dad. But then, yeah, right, he's worried that he won't live up to it. Yeah. And he's he's lacks that confidence in himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, again, is another bit, you know, layer of character which maybe endears him to you more. Like, he's even though he's got all this bravado and he's walking in and wants a title shot, all the rest of it, he wants a title shot, but he would never want to ruin his dad's name yeah. as the last thing he wants. So he, like, he's walking in there with this entitlement, mm-hmm. but there's this underlying thing as well at the same time whereby... He's entitled, but he doesn't want to say why he is. Or do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's so, a bit of a weird. Yeah. So he does have the self confidence, and he does have the belief, and he has the drive in the heart. Mm. But he's not willing to cash in yeah. that one sort of get out of jail free card. Yeah. Um, but I think it's really important. And then the, I like the I like the fact that there are vulnerabilities shown in these films again because they can be perceived as like these hyper masculine films. Yeah. But one of the key things about the Rocky saga is is that there's this the the strong woman behind yeah. the fighter. Yeah. So we've now got Bianca who is there and he, she will really, really quickly call him out on his bullshit. Oh, she yeah. won't she won't take any shit from him. No, no, he fucks up like at one point later on, doesn't he? Yeah. He he goes to her show and he gets into a bit of a, a fight with a guy. Um, yeah, so well we can yeah, so he gets he goes to support her at the show. Um, after he finds out that Rocky has is not going to go ahead with the treatment, yeah. So this is yeah. So this is fast forwarding a bit. We've Rocky collapses in the ring um, and throws up, and they take him to the, see the doctor. And the doctor then he gets a diagnosis of uh, lymphoma, isn't it? Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yeah, which is a form of cancer. Um, and then. Yeah, so then they have a bit of an argument about it. He then storms off, goes to Bianca's show, um, because Rocky's saying that he doesn't want the treatment, which like yeah. pisses Donny off. But one one thing I would say about that is how powerful that moment is with Rocky. Mm. He's not yelling. No, he's he's at a point of of resignation. So not even resignation, just sort of quiet acceptance. Like he knows that he. That's it. That's it. That's what he's. Everyone's gone now. Mm. Everyone's gone from around it. He saw what happened to Adrian when she went through the treatment, mm. and he's saying all of my stuff is in the past. Mm. This is for you to go forward, but all, I, this is my line. Yeah, and he says, I think it's the line where he says, "Look, I he already like he'd already decided this is what he was going to do even yeah. when he got ill because he knew that it was inevitable. Like you say, time beats everybody." at some point I'm going to get ill and that's going to happen and he says to, and he'd already previously said to himself in his own head look if something happens I'm not going to fix it why bother yeah and that's so sad um, but yeah he's saying like I'm not going to do it look kid we weren't we're not a real family that was just in our heads 
that was and that's the line that really pisses off Donny. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't even say it pisses him off. It's hurt him. Yeah, so well, it hurts him. Yeah, because it, he has grown up without a father, and this person that he's now seeing as, you know, this surrogate father figure, yeah. he's is just turning away from it. All. Well, he's he just he just says, up, look, he just says, look, I'm just an old trainer to you. That's all I am. Mm. And this is after Donny is literally he's moved in with Rocky. He's gone that far as like they live together. They are like a, yeah. this father and son unit. Um, and yeah, and that then leads directly into this sort of altercation that he has at Bianca's show where this is again this is coming after the fact that now everyone knows who he is and so like there's a there's a guy performing who's the, the other headliner at the show mm-hmm. who wants a photo with him um, takes a photo and says oh yeah see you later baby Creed and he's like don't call me that yeah don't don't call me that and then it all just escalates and he throws a punch and makes a complete twat of himself yeah he does he makes the, he, embar- he humiliates Bianca he makes an idiot of himself he fucks up the show that she quite rightly points out that she's worked really hard to get. Yeah, and that's that exchange, the following exchange with her is like that's where she really sort of shows her strength and sort of yeah. shows her character and says, look, and like you say, and she just shuts him up. Yeah, so I'm not putting up with any of your shit. Even when he tells her, look, I just found out about Rocky, and that's why I'm not making excuses, but that is what was going on in my head. And then even then, she's just like, okay, I'm really sad about that. I'll see you later. Yeah, like we need to both focus on our own shit right now. Mm-hmm. Bye, and that is like, and that is really strong bit of character again. Yeah, um, because a lesser film would have just had her sort of, you know, apologize there and then hug him and then and, say, and, "Oh, I didn't realize." I'm and, so sorry, and that's yeah. it, and that would be the end of it. But this is more, yeah, it's more, it's stronger from her, um, and mm-hmm. it deals us to her even more, which is great. Um, and that's again, it's another thing that I think. Ryan Coogler does really well. It's strong female characters. I mean, look yeah. at Black Panther. Yep. Black Panther is littered with them and they just, they absolutely dominate that film. Oh, amazing. Um, and yeah, it's great to see that it's something that he does in everything he does. Um, and even if, even though the movies that he makes are sometimes these super masculine action movies with about superheroes yeah. and boxers. Yeah. Like very, like f- superficially they are, you know, masculine action films. But within that, there are these other other features that he explores more deeply mm-hmm. than lesser films would. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a good the more film. We, the more we talk about it, the more I realise how good it is. Yeah. But do you know what yeah, I mean? It like, I, yeah, it's so good. God damn it. But it is that thing, like, one, one, of the, one, of the, one of the things that I was thinking about our last night after we'd finished watching it was by the time we got to the end of the film, it's not as much about Adonis doing what he's done. Mm. It's about that family unit. It's the pair of them. It's the, it's three, the, it's the three of them. Well, yeah, it's the three of them, but I don't I know. There was this thing, it's the fact that that final scene has the two of them walking up the stairs. And yeah. I think it's the thing that Rocky says to him about how you've taught me how to fight again. Yeah. And like he said, there's a, there, there's that exchange they have in the ring where it's like, I never got to thank your dad for helping me out when Mickey died. Yeah which is Rocky 3. But you've done so much more than that. You've taught me to fight again. You've given... like it's, yeah. it's almost, He doesn't go quite as far as saying it, but it's almost a reflection of that whole Mickey thing, whereas, like, Adonis is now his reason for living. Um, yeah. He was well, literally... Think, he I was think, resigned to die, and then now yeah, he's yeah. not, because of Adonis. So Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to that extreme. I wouldn't say that, you know, Adonis is his reason for living. But what I would say is that Adonis has shown him... 
you know, that he can, is, is, like you said, it's taught him how to fight again. It's not for Adonis, it's for him. Mm. You know, it's not about just sort of going to the market every day and picking up groceries for your restaurant. It's about everything that you do because mm. Bianca and Donnie are living with him as well most of the Does time. Bianca move in as well? Well, she's there a lot of the time. Yeah. And then, like, he wakes up one day and they're making him breakfast and... But also, but yeah, there's that as well, and it's so it's having this unit together again. So Rocky has seen has gone from being just this guy on his own, yeah, which is it stood out. Well, by when Donnie goes into the restaurant, the only person that's there is Rocky. Yeah, and he's super lonely. And then we also get that scene where he goes up to the grave, um, and it's again it's a reflection of what happened in Balboa. He's got the his um, chair that he keeps up stashed away in the tree. In the tree. But now it's Paulie's birthday. Yeah, and he's bought him a bottle of scotch. Yeah, and like just puts it on his grave for him because Paulie's now died between yeah. films. And now and now he's completely alone. But he has this this lovely little bit where he's just talking. He says, "Ah, oh, you know, everything's okay. Got no real complaints. You know, everything's going all right. You know, my back's hurting a bit, but you know, yeah. he gets there after, and he just he's just having a chat to these two gravestones, and it's so yeah. sad. It is. <laughs> it is a little bit." And then he gets his gets his paper out and he starts thinking, but it's just yeah. And like you say, it's now that his journey through this movie, but that's how he starts. And at the end of it, he's got Bianca, he's got Donnie, and he has now this little surrogate family. That's not to say he doesn't have any real family. He has got a son out there. He just doesn't give a shit about him. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that is the only thing. This is well, I say the only thing. This is like the main thing that I have about this film is that. Rocky Jr. isn't in it, and he's never mentioned after this one scene. No, they mentioned him once. Yeah. They mentioned him once when Donnie moves in and he sees a picture of him, and then that's it. Pretty much for the rest of the film, and he's just he's just gone. I do kind of hope, yeah. Although you know, much as we sort of shout all over Milo Ventimiglia last week, yeah, I do kind of hope that they. I feel like he's not back in the next one I know he's not but like, I do want him to have some sort of input like he's too much of a loose thread to have Rocky have a son and not talk about it do you know what I mean yeah. it's too much to make out that he's this old lonely broken old man but he has a son and like a grandson maybe does he have grandkids don't think so we don't know we have no idea he, he moved, said he, oh, he met a girl yeah, he met a girl he but moved to Vancouver it, but then it's yeah, and that's I think I think that's one of the one of the issues. One of the problems, the overarching problems that we've had with the Rocky franchise so far is the issue with Junior. Yeah, because they have him almost as a plot device mm. in two. Yeah, and then they don't know what to do with him after that because they do in three they leave him behind. In four they leave him behind. In five, he's in the plot a bit. No, five he has quite a significant amount to do. To like. Be fair. Five, he has a whole. So it's all about him and versus Tommy, and then the whole movie. Yeah, the whole. He has no, 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 no. Because it's not. It's not really the the main part, though, is it? There's, he's like, he's Paulie's rampant alcoholism. <laughs> you know, he's that thing that's always there and is 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 a bit of a tough thing. But they never really deal with it. Yeah, but the, Rocky's um, Paulie's rampant alcoholism. It doesn't get his own like mini storylines with. Yeah, with <laughs> Jewel. With and the the school bullies that he yeah. beats into being his friends. Yeah. But and then there's a bigger part in Balboa, but even then it's it's more about Rocky. So it always seems like they've never really known no. what to do with him. No. And even because like you say, yeah, there was this bigger part in five, but it was never really 
explored that much further mm. because it was so much about Tommy yeah. and so much about Rocky. Yeah. That there was this background bit that he was he was Adrian's very much concern from two. Mm. And he was when she was saying, Oh, you can't fight again because of your eye, you could go blind. Yeah. And then he was in three, he was their concern about money. <laughs> we you have know. money. That's the thing. There were all the always these other things yeah. that were more important than the yeah. problems that yeah. Junior has had. But yeah, I feel like like I said, but I don't think they will deal with it going forward no. because Rocky isn't the protagonist. No, it's, it, they they did the right thing in terms of pivoting around. And the other thing I guess is that Creed, in, you know, Apollo hasn't been talked about or been part of the franchise since 1985. We've had two movies since then, and God knows how. So it was 1985, and then this came out in 2015. So there was a 30-year gap mm-hmm. between the last time we saw a Creed in any of these movies. So it makes sense for that pivot to happen, I guess. And it, and it makes sense for it to be like start like now we've got a whole different family dynamic and a whole different... But that then comes back to the point of, are they ever going to talk about Creed's other kids? Yeah. Which I feel like they should do, even if they never if they never get into about if they never get into. Um, That's one thing that I, into I, I don't remember seeing him in. Rocky I swear one. to God, Rocky, Rocky Two, right? He's getting hate mail about his fight with Rocky. Yeah, but I think it was. I always thought it was just him and his wife. No, the, the kids run through, and he's like looking over a banister. The kids run through, and the wife looks up at him, and he's and he's reading out these letters saying, "I can't believe you carried that bum for fifteen rounds." Blah 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 blah. And they don't ever get any like proper screen time. Jesus, that guy was in ludicrous shape. Yeah, uh, dancing destroyer, king of sing, count of Monte Cristo, prince of punch, master of disaster, the one and only. So good. Yeah, it's best. And then yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. So children, Adonis Creed, unnamed daughter, unnamed son. There you go. Christ. So there you go. I don't know if they'll ever get into that, but I feel like that is like they have at the moment. They have the, they're not in it, but they have the potential to be to the Creed franchise what Rob is to Rocky which is this loose thread that they don't know what to do with but should be a much bigger deal than it is yeah do you know what I mean it's, it's a massive part of it but they sort of they might just skirt around it but I feel like that. yeah they should get into it but anyway that's, that's sort of by the by but I think because that's yeah I think we'll, we'll probably save this for next week when we've seen Creed 2 yeah 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 but yeah it's it's, it's generally one of those one of those issues that we've got is is like we had with the first Rocky film. We both just love it. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. so little that I've got to say against it. No. That, oh, they didn't address this or they didn't address that. It's just a bit of spoiled brat syndrome. Yeah. Like, they did so well and so much. Yeah, and no one expected it. It came out of nowhere. Obviously, Coogler just had this idea for it. I don't know. I think, And then he, he pitched it to Stallone. Um and so he, was that the genesis of the idea? I think so. Because yeah. <clears throat> I don't know the backstory of it. No, like it was never. Obviously, it was never Stallone's idea. It was never anything like that. No, no, no. But what I was saying is, um, one of the things that I had about this was when it came out in 2015, mm-hmm. I wasn't interested in it. Really? Yeah. I just just didn't interest me because I was like, okay, I kind of done with Rocky mm. at that point. And then the first time I watched it was with you. Yeah. And uh, you came around and you said, oh, we should give it a try. And I'm like, mm. I, went to, I went to cinema to see it. Yeah. I went to cinema with my old man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's just one of those things. Like, I just, I wasn't interested in it. 
didn't really appeal to me because I was like, I'm a Rocky now. Like, as much as I love the films, I don't need to see something like this and kind of feels like a bit like a cash-in. But then we watched it and I was like, Jesus, this film's fucking great. Yeah, yeah. And then I've watched it probably three or four times since. Every single time I watch it, I'm like, I can't remember, I don't think it's as good as I remember it being. And then I watch it and I'm like, you know, it's better than I remember. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, some of the training montages we haven't really talked about, but they're great. Like, um, yeah. obviously there's one in particular, which is the the standout, which is the training for the Condon fight. Yeah. Where it's intercut between... Adonis is training for the box for the fight, and Rocky's receiving chemotherapy and getting progressively more and more ill. Yeah, um, and he's losing his hair, starts wearing a hat, and he gets like he's looking very gaunt. Um, and there are scenes where he's like taking him to the loo to throw up. And it's really tough. It's really tough. It to is watch. really hard to but, watch. But, but at the it, same time, it's really inspirational. It is as well. because then they get to the end of it, and the 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 sort of closing bit is this bit with him running down the street. And it's a bit of a reflection of what they did in Rocky Two, where the people chasing after him. But this is yeah. the neighborhood kids who are all riding bikes. They got bikes yeah. and um, quad bikes. bikes. This is whole thing in Philadelphia, apparently. Um, and and then it ends with him just sort of like jumping at the top of the street with Rocky looking down at him from the window. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's great. It's, it's awesome. Um, and one are, thing we didn't talk about was the gyms. The, yeah, the so there's some interesting gym stuff goes on here. So we start off. With Adonis goes to Mickey's gym. He wants to train at Mickey's gym. It would start off and he goes to Little Duke's gym. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, we start LA. we start off in LA. So he goes to Little Duke's gym. The Little Duke being the son of Duke. Yeah. Duke <laughs> funnily enough, yeah. um, who so, completely dismisses him. Yeah, and it's this high tech facility. It's he's he's crit- criticizing um, Donnie's sort of drive and commitment and, and heart heart and motivation and then you know he gets pasted by stuntman mm. and then after that he goes to the restaurant and then he goes to mix yeah, he goes to mix and mix is being run completely by a completely different set of people now it's yeah. all, it all looks good like it's all in good shape yeah. it's all being run pretty well it's um, it's all dressed up in rocky's colors it's got loads of rocky stuff like it's got this the black the, and gold yeah the italian stallion and all the rest of it um, so I don't know what happened in terms of the ownership of it because didn't Rocky like it was left in the will to Rocky Junior. Yeah. So and then in Rocky Five, Rocky started using it and started training people there. So did he sell it? I assume so. I reckon he sold it and then used that to then buy the restaurant. Yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? I guess. Uh, no, because he had the restaurant in Balboa. Yeah, but he didn't have mixed gym, did he? No, it was in disrepair. Was it in disrepair? Yeah. We never went in there, did we? No, but from, from the outside, the building. From the outside, outside yeah, the outside, yeah. Okay. I don't know. But anyway, so the mixed gym is back. The legacy of Rocky Bell. There are two, basically on both sides of the, on on the West Coast and on the East Coast. Or no, Philadelphia's not on the coast, is it? But yeah, you know what I mean. Mm. Um, they both sort of become the shrines to their respective um, champions. So you go to the one for Apollo and it's got a big a picture of Apollo out there. It's in Apollo's colours. This is the, Apollo, this is where Apollo trained, this is his gym. And you go and see Mick's gym and it's, this is Rocky Bauer, the home of the Italian Mighty stallion. Mix. Mighty Mick's boxing gym. This is all in his colours and they're these shrines to these two guys. Um, and they start off, so yeah, they go initially to Mickey's gym um, and Donnie starts training there, training himself whilst this uh, Spirio or Spider or whatever his name is is being trained as the actual champ in the in sort of in that who's who's training out of there the contender 
who's training out of that gym. And then Rocky turns up and starts training with Donnie and starts getting some attention because he's like, they've wanted him to train with this champ for ages and suddenly and he does, he's got no interest, but suddenly he's training this kid, this, this Hollywood kid yeah. who's come out of nowhere. What's all that about? So Rocky quite rightly then goes, right, we're not training here anymore, especially when, when they then throw down the challenge to fight the champ. They're like, right, we're not training in the same place you're training, your opponent's training. I'm taking you somewhere else. Yeah. And takes him up to... Try and find this guy's name. But he takes... I can't remember the name of the other gym now. It's like the East Street Spirino gym. Spirino is his name. Spirino, that's it, yeah. So he just takes him up to this... Uh, this um, a different neighbourhood. And it's quite... And it's... Like a, it basically, yeah, it's a black neighbourhood in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, and they take, he takes him into this sort of... This gym... And they start training out there. Um, but yeah, that, that in itself breeds a, a great little scene. And there are a, a few little scenes in this where there's some really good humour between the two of them. Um, and this is a great one where he like takes him to go to this gym and says, oh, right, well, I'll tell you what. No, you run alongside and I'll get in the van and then we'll get there. And it's, it's, only, it's not far. And it's, start, and it's the middle of, it's like six in the morning and it's still dark. And then it's like smash cuts to like two hours later or whatever it is. And it's like the sun's risen. It's like midday. And he's like, oh, no, we're, we're there. And he like pulls up outside this gym and Donnie's still running alongside. Yeah. It. It's like, I thought you said it wasn't far. Yeah, no, maybe it was a little bit far. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little further than I remembered. A little further than I remembered. <laughs> but yeah, and again, this is another thing that I like is that they, they bring in this. So they show the um, little jukes. And then they show Mix, and they're these two really high-tech facilities. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, because he's training with Rocky, and Ro- Rocky is like a street-level, you know, street-level champ. He's rings on the street. <sighs> Stop that. <laughs> um, so he's, yeah, so he he's this street-level guy. So he takes him to a place where, you know, it's blood, sweat, and sawdust. Yeah. And that's where he trains. That's where he trains properly. Like he, yeah, he picks up techniques and he picks up drills when he's when Rocky's training him at mix. But when he gets to this next place, that's when it all really kicks off. Yeah. Introducing him to the guys that are going to be in his corner, introducing him to a bag man. You know, he's got he's a got stitch bag man, he's got a stitch guy, he's got um, he's got a sparring partner, he's got the guy who does his gloves. Yeah, I can't remember the name now, but yeah, this guy who's literally going to make you a custom pair of gloves. Yeah, um, and yeah, and he's like, and it's like this is Team Creed. And this is, we're here for you, but like you said, it's right back to basics because these yeah. these these gyms that we've been to previously have become too almost corporatized. Like they're too high tech, they're too yeah. they're too shiny and glossy, and they've got too far away from the that's the yeah. grit that you need. But I mean, that's they, also the thing it goes to show that he doesn't need that Creed starts off by walking into a high tech facility. Mm. Then the next thing he does, he walks into another high tech facility. But what he really needs is to learn the discipline yeah. and to go from the ground level. Yeah, he so goes, he gets in. He's teaching him drills. He's teaching him how to use a speedball properly. He's teaching, teaching him how to use a heavy bag. He's also teaching him how to chase chickens. Teaching him how to chase chickens, which yeah. I'm assuming is just his bit of fun. Yeah, but no, chickens have got faster. <laughs> oh, no, that's sorry. Right. Chickens he, have got slower. Oh, that's right. He catches them because oh, the chickens must be getting slower. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, and it's 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 showing it that. He doesn't need his name. He just no. needs his grit and his heart to get yeah. through. And it's sort of, alongside this talent that he has. It's sort of it's going back to like Rocky Three. Actually, it's like Rocky then remembering that lesson because in that there was the whole thing where he was training in the 
the hotel and it was all this like it was all well not high tech but it was all like grand and people watching yeah. him and it was like and there was all that sort of got meanwhile Club Lang was out on the street throwing tyres around and, <laughs> and all the rest of it and that's yeah. why he kicked his ass. and then the lesson that he learned in that movie was then that Apollo took him to that gym in LA tough where gym. the t- yeah the tough gym where it was like look they've all got the eye of the tiger They've all got the eye of the tiger, and it was that, and it was like spitting sawdust and dirty and all the, and back yeah. streets and all the rest of it, and like it's like that's exactly what your father did for me. That's what I'm going to do for you. That's what you need because I know what you need. Yeah. I, I love that. Like ever, since Rocky Four onwards, Rocky's just had this wisdom where yeah. he's, he knows exactly what he needs and how well, to yeah. bullshit. Because <laughs> he's had these years and years and years of experience. Yeah, and yeah, he doesn't always make the best decisions as as we've said, ah. but. It, what he does know is is how to box. Yeah. yeah, damn right. Yeah, but then but then there's this whole thing where he he accepts his limitations. That's another thing with Rocky in this is that he goes. So like, there's this bit where where they go and start training for the um for the first professional fight where he just has to stand back and watch because he can't hold the pads. He knows he can't hold the pads. He can't move in the way that some of these guys can move because he's old. He's sixty nine years yeah. old. So he says to him, and he's like, not a bag man. Yeah, and I'm not a bag man. This isn't what I'm good at. And there's this guy. I can't. I don't. I can't remember what's the. Yes, the bag man is the guy who just has that, and then does, they have this whole routine that they do, isn't it? Where it's really quick. Yeah, that was really cool. Drills is Drill. to keep your hands. So it's it's teaching you discipline of how to keep your hands up all the time. Yeah, of how to throw quick punches if yeah. somebody opens their guard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so and then and that's there's have this little aside where you know Adonis is saying, "Look, I, I want to train with you," and he goes, "Look, there are certain things I physically can't do anymore. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have you need a team. So this is why we're here." And again, Rocky knows that he doesn't try it and then fail, and then because he knows because he's an old man, he knows everything, <laughs> and he's great. But then obviously that then sort of comes to a head where he does try and take on a little bit more physically, yeah. and he collapses and. Watching it again, his illness does sort of come out of nowhere a little bit. Doesn't, doesn't. One of the things that you know, uh, one of the things that you should notice earlier on mm. is it is telegraphed because there's bits when he's at mix and he's only holding the bag, so he's literally only stood behind the heavy bag, and the buzzer goes. Mm. He sits down. The first thing he does, he sits down, takes his hat off, and he wipes his yeah. brow. Yeah, yeah. And there are little moments little like that when he's like, like when he's tired when he gets out of somewhere he takes a like takes a half step and then carries on and they're just tiny little moments that yeah. are really telegraphed like carefully telegraphed yeah but this bit is sort of like a sudden yeah like a sudden break yeah 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 because um, he just he's he's in the ring with with um, Adonis and he's got like, like pads on and stuff and he's like he's helping him train and then he just he sort of stumbles he throws up in a, in a bucket and he can't get up he falls down and he, I think like, the important part from the, the the bit that got me there was when he says are you okay and he says I don't know he says yeah I'm okay let me walk and then he falls so, no, I think he, he says oh, I don't know and he says what's no, wrong with you I, think, I don't know I think that's, the, that's what then, it is he says I what's, what's the matter with you because I don't know and then and then he apologises and you're just like Oh, it's just it's really heartrending at that point because it's just the genuine concern that you have for this character I know that we've had this sort of short block of watching every single one of them but having watched them after I found out from when I was like seven or eight years old mm. all the way through to now was just this big build up and then you see something like that happen and you're like oh fuck no yeah 
Yeah, no, it was tough. And then, and even like, you know, and then he goes to the hospital and he's like, look, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. Let me. I, he, I, said, I, he asked to go home. So like, can I go now? Come on, let's go. We got, we got a lot to do. We got a lot of training to do. Like he's like, he's concerned about Donny still. He yeah. puts everyone else above himself, and he's concerned that look, I don't have time to be sitting around here in a hospital. We got training to do. Mm. He's got a fight coming up. And that's that is that that's another key moment when when you see the uh, the, the shift in Donny as well mm. because he's saying no no training can wait yeah and Rocky's pushing for him and then Donny's pushing so Rocky's pushing for Donny and Donny's pushing for Rocky yeah and you start to see this how powerful this bond has become yeah yeah and you just think and, and that's it, these key moments that are just built up throughout the film these levels upon levels upon levels so when you start and you see this brusque aggressive kid that's yeah. like at least get me, let me get my shoes yeah you know and then he's got a big attitude possibly justifiably but then to see him at this point where he's mm. now really concerned and he's putting away his entire dreams yeah to make I think, sure yeah, that that's, okay. that's the crux of it is that they, they build it up and they sell it when he makes that ultimatum when he says to Rocky look unless you get treatment and help yourself I won't fight yeah. and that is that's the key bit there where it's like that's how much Rocky means to him yeah. he doesn't actually care like he cares m- more about Rocky than his shot at the title than his father's name than all of that he mm-hmm. will let that all go if Rocky doesn't because it's this father-son relationship. Absolutely. And it's the closest, it feels like, yeah, it feels like it's as close as he can get to his real father. And they have that, but even before he makes that ultimatum, they do have that big breakdown scene where he's in the, when he's in the um, holding cell. Yeah. Which is amazing. Um, and it's, so it's after he's thrown the punch and he's been, he's been put in prison overnight um, because he's, like, he assaulted some guy at um, Bianca's concert. Rocky comes to bear them out um, and they have this amazing little scene where Adonis basically just lashes out at Rocky and it's like look you're not my real family are you you're just an old trainer you got my real family killed well that's that's the thing and that goes back to the point when both of them have these slightly different in like dealt with in different ways emotional outbursts mm. when Rocky says it was all in our heads about us being family. Yeah. And then he goes to see Donnie and tries to get him out of jail mm. or goes to get him, pick him up at least. And then he's just, he just spikes him and you just think, come on guys, you can work this out. Yeah. Come, come on. on guys. And that, come but then on. again, that's another, it's another great bit of, because that's the way that you would react mm. if, if your father did something that like that to hurt you so bad and you lashed out and then he came back, mm. you're going to be angry at yeah. him. And then, and Rocky, again, he's very like, and this is something that like, he didn't make a lot of sense because he, he had this early on. He said it in Rocky four. Um, is it you against you? And he's got this whole weird, um, emotional intelligence, I guess, or emotional, yeah, yeah. um, insight into people. Now that he's older, it makes more sense. But here he sort of confronts Creed and says to him, look, you're, you're lashing out at me, but I feel like you're really angry at someone else who's not here to defend himself. And you're angry that he left. And But then it's like, you got to accept the fact that your dad didn't leave you on purpose. Yeah. And th- this is all great. Like, he's saying all this to Adonis, and he's not, Adonis isn't saying much, but he's getting really emotional and getting mm. and starting to cry. And it's again, this is another th- sort of thing that 
Michael B. Jordan does really well is that whole that vulnerability. Yeah, quiet emotion. Quietly. But like, yeah, and it's like these super macho, hard blokes that he plays that have got that layer of vulnerability underneath them. And he does he did the same thing with King, Killmonger. Yeah. Killmonger had a couple of lines where towards the end of Black Panther, without spoiling it, where he gets all gets emotional like that. And that is really the thing that underpins the whole lot. And yeah, and he fucking nails it whenever he gets a chance to do that. I love yeah. Michael B. Jordan so much. <laughs> he's so good oh he's so good um, but yeah that and again that is the heart of the movie and they know that and they and they nail it they fucking nail it yeah it's amazing and one of the things that I noticed sort of well I picked up on whilst we've been talking is is how how the whole film does lead up to the fight yeah and the fight is super intense yeah and it is amazingly sharp and it's amazingly built. But even if that fight wasn't in it, that would still be a fucking brilliant film. Yeah. No, I do. Because the thing, the fight, and like the, the, there's the fight is the like action climax of the movie, if you like. But the, the emotional climax of the movie is the conversation between Creed and Rocky before the final um, round. Yeah. It's when they go in and they're like, Creed's completely beaten to shit. They've got to cut open his eyes so that he can see out of it, which again is another reflection. They don't even cut it open. Do they not? No, because so you're not supposed to cut anymore. So so his eye is swollen shut and he relies on Rocky tapping him. Is it Rocky that tapped him? It's not Rocky. I think he's the cut guy. I think he's the... Stitch. Stitch, who's basically... The the guy's asking, how many fingers am I holding up? And he's tapping. So if he's holding up three fingers, he'll tap him on the back three times. Yeah. And so on the back of his neck, so that he knows how many he is, which is dodgy as, and they shouldn't do that. And then Rocky says, look... What happens? Well, yeah. But Rocky says to him, look, I'm going to stop this fight. I should have stopped it for you, Dad. I'm going to stop it for you now because you've you've done it. You don't need to do anything. And he goes, no, I I have to prove it. He goes, prove what? And the Adonis just goes, that I'm not a mistake. And it's really fucking emotional. (laughs) It's really fucking emotional. And then Rocky just goes, look, you're not a mistake. You're a creed and I love you. Go out there and get it. And then as he says, I love you, he gets out of the ring. Adonis stands up and you get the first full-on stab of the Rocky thing. And it's just like, I remember seeing it in the cinema. I was just like, okay, I've got goosebumps. I've got fucking goosebumps. That is just pure cinema. It's fucking brilliant. I love it. It's so good. It is so good. And yeah, that, like I said, that is the emotional culmination of all of it is Rocky telling him that he loves him and that he is a creed mm. and that and, and that confirmation and then and not only that is Adonis peeling back all the layers and saying look this is what I'm trying to prove yeah. I'm trying to prove that I'm not a mistake that yeah. I'm not after everything that we've seen everything else up yeah, it doesn't matter like, I, I'm not trying to prove that I'm as good as my dad I'm not trying to do it. all I'm trying to prove is that I am not a mistake I'm not this like Embarrassment because there's this whole element as well where like he's an embarrassment to the family because he's an illegitimate son yeah. and d- does he deserve the name or the rest of it? I've got to prove that I'm not that. Yeah, and it's the same with Rocky in the original Rocky one. He doesn't want to win; he just wants to prove that he's not a bum and that he can go the distance. and that he can go the distance. And that is exactly it's reflected perfectly here, but with all this added extra element of legacy and living yeah. up to your name and all that sort of stuff. Um, fuck, it's so good. It is amazing. <laughs> But also, probably the most important thing about everything that has happened over the last five weeks, mm. we have the return of the Ding. 
Yes. The ding is back. Like because you said that right early on, there was I think in Rocky One and Rocky Two, there's a there's a moment where the bell rings and, and then they're like his favorite parts and of it, Rocky, and film. it's properly really on. And then we you said at the time you thought that happened in every one, but yeah. I feel like it's just in one and two. It's just in one and Creed. Three. Creed, they bring it back. So when is the when's the ding in this? Uh, <sighs> I can't remember, but I remember it happening. But I I think I was too caught up with it. Being oh, no, it's, I think it's when they, when I if I fight you fight. Yeah, that's when it, it's that, isn't it? Was that, I'm not doing it unless you can destroy it's, it's never in the fight. No, 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 not in the fight. It's the training and that. Yeah, so it's the same. So the last time we would have seen it would have been in Rocky Two when Adrian wakes up from her coma and says to him, "Win." Yeah. Ding. Yeah. And then in this one, it's. Yeah, so it's, it's immediately after that conversation they have where it's like, if I fight, you fight, and then it cuts to the hospital, um, and Rocky sat there in his chair, he's getting the chemotherapy, um, and he's like, you know, why aren't you at the gym? So mm. I've been here. Well, we're going to train. Pulls out a stopwatch, and then they, then you hear the ding. Ding. And, he's just, and he starts like shadow. he's like, literally, they've got this great shot from just outside the room where it's like, Rocky sat there in his chair getting his chemo, and Adonis is to his right, and he's like shadow boxing. He's skipping, and like he's like, "Oh, careful! Don't don't punch the nurse. She's coming in." There's also the point where he says, um, "When he's doing press ups." Oh he yeah, says, oh, press ups. Well, I used, I used to do them. I used to do them one armed. So you know, we used to do those one handed. I mean, I didn't want to say anything. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I love old man Rocky so much. He's got such a great sense of humor. I got, I love it. Um, and so the cloud, what cloud? <laughs> That's just a great bit early on where um, he just looks up. Yeah, <laughs> so Adonis is like asking him to give him drills, and he writes out all these drills. Gets his little glasses out. Yeah, writes out all these drills. Forgets that there's a W at the end of Shadow. <laughs> um, and Adonis just takes a photo of it on his phone, and then walks off. He's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't you want this bit of paper? Didn't you actually want it?" He goes, "No, no, no! I've got it." Oh, but what if you lose that thing? What if it runs out of battery? He goes, "Don't worry about it. It's in the cloud." Rocky just goes. What cloud? And he just looks up. <laughs> he doesn't like, even say anything. He just go. He just looks up. <laughs> the cloud. What cloud? I love it. And yeah, again, they they don't overdo that stuff, which they could have done. They could have really like oh, overplayed yeah, yeah. the. Oh, he's such an old man. He doesn't understand. That. But they don't do that. They no. get. They just get. Just they could the have right played now. it for laughs, but they've done. They've done it enough to make like a moment like that endearing. Yeah. Yeah. Super endearing. Um, yeah, but like so, yeah, it's the ding is back, and it feels yeah, it, this feels so much like the original Rocky in so many ways. Mm. But at the same time, it's the same thing. It's yeah, it, it's a. Uh, I don't un- quite understand how it's able to be so many different things at the same time. Do you know what I mean? No, it's, it's, yeah. able, it's able to be a throwback and something new and 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 all these things, and not compromise on any one of them. No, like it's and it's like. Fair, but, you know, hands down. Yeah, yeah hats absolutely. Off, hats off to Kugler and everyone involved because it's just great. Yeah, because um, and that's what I mean is like I was saying earlier about my point about Rocky Five mm. is that if it wasn't this, it's the issues that we had with Rocky Five is that there were some good ideas in there. Yeah, there were some good bits in there. Yeah, but so much of it was wasted. Whereas this can does work quite similarly in a lot of ways yeah. but they've flipped the protagonist yeah. they've moved it to a more focus about something else 
And rather than focus it on Rocky again, they've focused it on Donnie and they've spent more time developing things and getting you invested in the right things. Mm. And it works out so much better yeah. this way. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, it's amazing. Like that's the thing that I like because there are there are parts in it, there are reflections of here is Rocky Five. Here is Creed. Mm. And there are parts that you can recognise. Yeah, I guess so. Like the young guy just turning up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. And, and I think that's probably why I like this film so much is because it's it's absolutely what Rocky Five should have been, mm. and it's so much better than that. Yeah, that it has earned itself to be better. Yeah, absolutely. so it's earned itself to not be a sequel, mm. but absolutely refreshing of a franchise by passing over the reins to the right people at the right time to do the right thing with the right actors with the right writing yeah just all of this came together so much to make this fucking great film um i think yeah i think we've said we've gushed enough we talked basically we love this film Mm -hmm. um but that brings us on to what could potentially be a point of contention okay so we've got to rank them like we, okay. we we do this at the end of every yeah yeah one. So I'm gonna you go first. Okay. So how do you rank Creed in amongst all the other Rocky movies? So I'm gonna say no 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 no. You go first. You no, all, don't. You always no. go first. No, I've got to think about it. I've got to really got to think about it. So just you go. You go. So I I know what I'm gonna go with. Well, do it then. But say I it. know. But I. No, I say think, it. Say what you I want think to. I know. <laughs> That no, you say think I'm going to say something. No, you're not. But then you think I'm going to say something else. Well, I know you're definitely not going to do, you do like continue the because I think what at the moment what are you at? You're at like one, two, three, four, no. Balboa, five. No, one, two, yeah, three, Balboa, four, five. Okay. Yeah. 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 So now I'm at one Creed two. Three Balboa, four, five. Yeah, but that's only on the caveat that all of the other films that exist as well. Yeah, because Creed builds on it, isn't it? Creed wouldn't yeah. be as good without all the no. without all the history. So, exactly, yeah, without no. that foundation of those six other films, it's standing on the shoulders of the giants. Yeah, exactly. Um, Christ, you know what I want to say, but I don't know if I can say it. You can say it. No, I can't. Your opinion. Wait, wait, wait. I don't know why I just said that for a It's because it sounds fun. But yeah, you, of course you can <sighs> say it. It's your opinion. It's your choice. But it feels like heresy to say it. What, that it's your favourite one? That the, my favourite Rocky film isn't a Rocky film. <laughs> it's a creed. But, yeah, but still, it's... it's We're not here... This isn't a podcast about the creed... Uh, the, this isn't a podcast about the Rocky films. It's about the... This is a podcast about... Franchise, the franchise, yeah, it's true. So, yeah, okay, well, I'd, and it I'd, sits firmly within that franchise, yeah. So, if it's your favorite one, it's your favorite one. I think it might be. Yeah. I think I'm gonna have to say it. I think, yeah, Creed is my number one, yeah. I think Creed's my number one, then Rocky one, then Rocky two. No, sorry, Creed's my number one, then Rocky, then Rocky three, mm-hmm. then Rocky two, Rocky four. Oh no, shit, Balboa. Fuck, yeah. oh, God damn it. I've got to think about this. I've really got to think about this. There's so many. There's seven of them. Right, so it's got to be. Let me think. Creed. 
What? You old man. What? Need to write down my things. Got my little glasses on. Yeah, put your pharmacy glasses on. Okay, you don't have to write Rocky Five because you've just. Uh, my process never that. <laughs> I'm an old man, all right? Right, yeah, Creed, Rocky, Rocky Three, Balboa, Rocky Two, Rocky Four, Rocky Five. Okay. Yeah? Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah, don't I need my justification, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, cause I love. Because the original Rocky's great. Rocky Three is just the, is the my Goldilocks zone. I kind of mm-hmm. talked about that before. Balboa sort of takes it back to basics. is really good. Rocky Two is really great. Four is good fun, but it's really fucking silly. And five is just shit. And yeah, uh, yeah I genuinely think uh, yeah, I've got Creed at the top, and I'm, I'll stand by that because it's like I say, it's building on the legacies, all the things we talked about. Really, the boxing's great, the acting's great, mm-hmm. everything about it. I love it. Um, it's yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what more to say. Really, don't have to say anything else, mate. That's the way you feel. We'll be interesting to see how Creed Two fits in there. Yeah, no, it will be. Um, and that's not to say that like I I love all the other previous Rocky movies, but for some for whatever reason that this is the one that um speaks to me the most. Yeah, for various reasons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is yeah this is my favorite. Yeah, and I'll stand by that. Um, yeah. So that's it. So yeah. So then that, now we're on to Creed Two. We'll have to see. We're into the new. Um, Treading tread on the wrap up. Treading on the wrap up. Oh, I'm shutting up. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you not hear me shut up? <laughs> Christ. <laughs> oh, it's so fun to me. So fun to be mean. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I, um, I think you would agree that it's probably about. It for this week. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I love it. Uh, we can't, we can't keep just going on about how much we love it. Really, I suppose. I mean, we can. We're probably going to for the next few hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, well, I'm, I'm going down to the gym because I'm going to be a boxer now. I've decided. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Are you all right? Um, yeah. Am I? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do what I want. <laughs> yeah. Listen. Boxers can fight up until they're in their sixties. So exactly, if if Rocky's taught me anything is that if I've got heart, it doesn't matter about exactly. anything else. It doesn't matter if I have any you know talent or skill or you know what run out of breath very quickly. <laughs> get get really tired get, going upstairs. Get real real tired just doing the most basic things. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's it. Um, so I'm off to go punch some shit. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm probably going to have to follow you around and repair that shit. So thank you all for taking the time out of your week to listen to us ramble. Um, these are always, as as we've said before, these are films that we sometimes like, sometimes love, sometimes hate. In this instance, it happens to be one that we both completely love. Yep. Um, and if you do want to get in touch, or if there's anything that we've missed, you can find us at the Oncast Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'd love to hear from you at the Oncast Pod at gmail.com. If you like what you've heard today, please subscribe to iTunes or your usual podcatcher. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your pets, tell your Tinder hookups, your sexy thing. Um, and yeah, and if you're so inclined, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. would be really hugely grateful, um, but only if it's five-star. Um, yeah, yeah, go on, we do it for you. Right, to close up, next week we'll be continuing the Grand Rewatch with the 2018 film Creed 2. We're going to the cinema! We're going to the cinema, we're going to... Go and watch it. We're going to eat some snacks. We're going to get really excited. We're probably going to fight our, fight our way out of the cinema by being boxing legends that we are. 
and uh, I think that's about it yeah so, so we'll see you next week for Creed 2 we're really excited yeah <laughs> um, thanks for listening guys we'll see you later bye Yeah? You don't seem like a boxer. You're not street. You're not a John. This is a John. You're a John. I kill you dead. Just finish scratching my beard. We're making champions in here. <laughs> still still going? We're good. We're yeah. Good. We're still going. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the gun. <laughs> what the fuck's that? Hang on. Get your shit together, man. I'll kill you. I'll crush your fucking windpipe. You faked miscarriage. <laughs> Wind your neck in all, guy. It wasn't me. Just, just to clarify, that wasn't me. That was another film we watched, which we're not going to talk about. No. Not because it's bad, just because we come by it. I don't argue have the time. it is bad. But yeah, another time. We're not talking about it, Dom. Okay, all right. <clears throat> It'd be funny if it was on... South Park, you're right. Anyway, just... just, just... <laughs> Get on with it.